Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We're going to talk a little more about the January 6th committee and the uh, hubbub around that and everything and uh, a little later this hour, but uh, reporting is that the committee has formally asked Jeannie Thomas, that's Clarence Thomas's wife, for an interview and documents like her texts and all tweets and all that sort of stuff. And uh, that'll be an interesting moment. A Supreme Court justice's wife that they're going to try to tie to this somehow. And I don't know what the political fallout will from that will be, but more on that later also. Yeah, Britt Hume tweeted earlier today uh, in reference to this NPR uh, tweet uh, leading to one of their articles. The January 6th committee leaders have invited Ginny Thomas, wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, to speak to the committee about her efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Mm. And then, as Britt Hume points out, there's absolutely no even suggestion in the story that Ginny Thomas tried to overturn the election. It's just a completely wildly misleading headline slash uh, link. Well, that was part of my point is the fallout doesn't have to be related to fact, as we all know. And having right. having the Supreme Court become more of a political animal with more of the people thinking that uh, it's rigged on either side is not a good thing. But it's what's happening, clearly, as right. we all know. Yeah. 
It's dangerous, really dangerous. And on that topic, also Kim Kim Strassel's terrific piece in the Wall Street Journal talking about how political violence got a pat on the back for the longest time. And then when it came from the right, everybody gasped and said, gambling in Casablanca, in effect. So we'll talk about that coming up. Also, China is clearly working toward being able to blackmail the free world out of defending Taiwan by building up their military. Mm. So got that going as well. It's just delightful times we're living in. Uh, The attorney general of Michigan has called for a drag queen for every school during a Wednesday conference in which attendees looked at discrimination through a systemic lens. Drag queens make everything better. Drag queens are fun, she said at the Michigan Civil Rights Summit. Uh, in audio obtained by the Detroit News. Uh, the summit hosted by the Michigan Department of Civil Rights featured several top Michigan state officials, etc. Drag queens are entertainment. As you know, uh, and I'll say that's totally not poll tested, but I'd say this. A drag queen for every school, said the Attorney General of Michigan. You know, it occurs to me, Michael, this could have been a tsunami of wokeness because they have several uh, stories under that rubric. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know how easy that is to come up with. Uh, Nessel, a former criminal defense attorney, first openly LGBTQ plus minus equal sign, um, elected to statewide office in Michigan. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, let's see. How easy? Where is that? Uh, where's the Biden? Uh, g- give me clip number 20. Can we do that? We're also proud to have signed an executive order on my first day in office to combat discrimination against LGBTQLI, excuse me, plus Americans. All right. <laughs> All right. Fine. Uh, so this uh, this uh, attorney general lady who's calling for a drag queen in every school is the same woman who had to be taken out of a Michigan, Michigan state football uh, game on a wheelchair in a wheelchair because she was so wasted. Oh, really? Yeah. I hadn't heard that. <laughs> I've never been pushed around in a wheelchair drunk. I don't think. Mm. No, no. And she actually, she told a story, I hate to admit this, because I think she's a George Soros-funded dangerous crackpot, but uh, as she tells the story, her friends told me that, my friends told me, it would probably not be good to puke on your constituents, so we got to get you out of here. Wow, partying. Do we have the tsunami of wokeness uh, thing? You know what woke means? It means you're a loser. There's a tsunami of wokeness. Everything woke. There's a tsunami of wokeness. (laughs) I really, I love that so much. (laughs) So uh, there's a a story getting a lot of attention out of the San Francisco Bay Area. The CEO of the crypto company Kraken, uh, Jesse Powell, um, said in a Twitter thread the other day that deba- debate over diversity, equity, and inclusion issues from a few employees had become a distraction from the company's goals. He accused activist employees of being myopic, saying, you want to be inclusive by asking an English-as-a-second-language Saudi candidate his pronouns and gender in a job interview? S- stop it. Great talent, bad fit. He uh, characterized a small group of employees who were not sufficiently focused on the company's goals, who he later characterized as woke. When things were rosy, everybody got along. When things started to look grim, sensitivities and misalignment came through. People focused on minor slights, first world problems, rather than our really big, important mission to help billions of people. Uh, People get triggered by everything and can't conform to basic rules of honest debate. Back to dictatorship. 
In other words, you people are so permanently angry and you think you have the right to silence everybody. Stop it. If you don't want to work here, quit. Go somewhere else. Um, He said, we understand that while we will always be a great place to work for some who share our mission, we may not be the most compatible company for others. Um, And where's the the, the quote? Uh, The guy's quite the libertarian type. Free markets, free ideas. Uh, That's why he's so into Bitcoin. Um, And he essentially said, uh, oh, he asked, if you can identify as a sex, can you identify as a race or ethnicity? In a probing discussion with the snowflakes, uh, he said he values diversity of thought. Uh, those who disagreed could quit. Um, the uh, Kraken executive uh, wrote in a Slack post that the CEO, the company, and the culture are not going to change in a meaningful way. If someone strongly dislikes or hates working here or thinks those here are hateful or have poor character, work somewhere that doesn't disgust you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good tip for everyone. Work somewhere that doesn't disgust you. Yeah. yeah. And if if you can't find a place that doesn't disgust you, then you might have to change your uh, how disgusted you are. Right. Exactly. And uh, I say, go, go, Jesse Powell. And I know he and I would disagree on certain things, but that's exactly the point. I would like to hear his ideas. And think, hmm, maybe he has a point. And I'll bet he would like to hear mine. And neither one of us would screech that we're being wounded by his scary, scary speech. It's a tsunami of wokeness. There's a tsunami of wokeness. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right, Sam. That's right. uh, We we don't need to do the whole thing. Okay. Um, (laughs) And finally, this, which flew under the radar, folks. And this is big. The Biden administration's Department of Agriculture, which has plenty to worry about. How about the baby formula, for instance? The USDA announced it will expand its definition of sex discrimination to include sexual orientation and gender identity. That means now that anyone who helps distribute food aid in any way must deploy the far-left transgender policies, like allowing men into girls' bathrooms, etc., or they risk losing federal aid. And that includes every school in America. This is a massive move that's been ignored. Hmm. Interesting. I'm still surprised that there hasn't been more pushback from women about the bathrooms going all gender. Because... All of us, our whole lives, anywhere you went, there were two bathrooms, a men's and a women's most of the time. And the men's was disgusting and the women's was clean most of the time. Now they're all disgusting because men go in all of them. And I'm just surprised women were on board with that. It certainly hasn't been a good thing for you that if there are two bathrooms at the Starbucks, they're now for everyone. Yeah, yeah. So uh, one quote from uh, uh, Pete Ricketts, who wrote a piece about this uh, very quiet yet powerful move. No agency is more responsible for ensuring the food security for American families than the USDA. In fact, one in four Americans are directly touched by the food aid provided by the agency. 
uh, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, they help mothers feed their babies, schools feed their children, communities feed their vulnerable. Under the Biden administration, all of that is under threat. It's nothing short of food security blackmail. It's appalling that the Biden administration would put the nutrition of our children at risk. Our schools should not have to choose between continuing the school lunch program and protecting the girls from being exposed to biological boys in their bathrooms or as a competition in girls' sports. Ah, yes, that's right. The Biden administration's policy is at this point, biological males get to compete against girls in sports if they say they're a girl. So if you're high school in name sane part of America, virtually all of it except for the craziest parts, uh, says, no, we're not going to have our girls lose every single track meet to biological males. You don't get USDA aid anymore. According to this policy move, he writes, why is the USDA of all agencies jumping into highly divisive policymaking? What does transgender policy have to do with a school, a food bank, a farmer's market or a grocery store's ability to feed needy individuals? Has anyone heard of a single child denied food at their school because they're transgender? A school's funding for food aid should not be contingent on promoting a political agenda. And again, nobody is talking about this. That, that's a good point. Is any transgender kid being denied food under the current way we do things? No, of so, course not. And how does food factor into that boy whooping up on all the girls in the pool or on the track, which is an aberration anyway? But now it's going to be enforced somehow by the USDA. Uh, somehow it's a tsunami of wokeness, folks. <laughs> <laughs> the Thank short version. So, um, uh, a little similar, but a really interesting. If you didn't hear this yesterday, Joe did the story, and the Wall Street Journal has a, a, a editorial board opinion piece on it today. SpaceX oscillates in the Mexican War. Uh, we should revisit that because it's just so amazing that it's actually happening. A mother, among, among. Slow down, Jack. I've had so much coffee. You can't believe it. You can't imagine how much caffeine I've had. Get your word straight, Jack. That's a good idea. Among other things we're talking about coming up. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. By the way, my sympathies to your the family of your F, uh, uh, your, your CFO who uh, un- dropped dead very unexpectedly. My best of her family. <laughs> Tough stuff. Wow. That, that is such an odd thing to say. And by the way, you know, you're trying to be nice. You you because you you show up at an event and you heard the 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 CFO had had passed. So I'd right. just like to say unexpectedly my, my, my <laughs> condolences to your CEO who dropped dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, he stumbles and fumbles and bumbles and then says that. It's like, but who uses the term dropped dead when you're trying to do the compassionate thing about, yes, Michael? No, once you say passed away. Or, well, right, exactly. All well, right, he passed away unexpectedly. Go ahead, play it again. <laughs> and by the way, my sympathies to your the family of your F, uh, uh, your, your CFO, who uh, un- dropped dead very unexpectedly, my best of their family. As opposed, 
as opposed to your uh, your uh, chief of accounting who dropped dead expectedly. <laughs> well, I just think the dropped dead who says that and trying to be compassionate. I'm sorry to hear that your wife croaked. <laughs> Killed no over. No Saw that you're sorry that your dad is pushing up daisies now. That's really rough. I mean, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> heard your mom. Oh, by the way, I heard your mom's taking the dirt nap. I mean, come on. No, Pito, that's oh, not the way you talk you about gotta these things. Stop. You're killing me with this. It's not the way you talk about these things. Drop dead. What? Your FC, yes, your FC of your, your, your drop dead. <laughs> Wow. By the way, something. So we were talking about the January 6th hearings uh, a little bit last hour. Hour one, if you missed it, grab the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. We knew we would get a fair amount of hate, as we always do, anytime uh, you cross the Trump is God line with some people. And I, I expect that Joe expects it, and it's just part of the deal. Um, and a lot of, I can't believe you morons are buying the lie and that the the election was real or that January 6th was real or blah, 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 blah. Or a fair amount of why are you talking about that? You should be talking about those. But then we got um, we got a fair amount of uh, actually for the first time ever, we got more in my mind, reasonable. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, texts than we got the hate text. First time ever talking about Trump. <laughs> first time ever. Which I think is interesting, but we got this. Your te- your segment uh, from last hour that started with Joe's theory on Trump, comparing the Russian collusion hoax to the actions of Adam Schiff to Trump on January 6th and uh, the mainstream media's role, is the best segment you have ever done and should be repeated every day so people on both sides feel the sufficient shame to bring the country back together again. It's not only the segment of the year, it's the segment of your careers. Thank you. Wow. Wow. Well, if we did that and repeated it every day, I could use that segment to go sun myself on the balcony. So I'm in favor of it. Uh, we've got a little more on what's going on with the January 6th hearings and, 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 and you know, violence we're taking a look at, which we should, and violence that we ignored previous to January 6th that should be taken a look at also. Yeah, plus I can't wait to hear what the Wall Street Journal had to say about the just insane, the ridiculous, the idiotic hoops Tesla, I'm sorry, uh, SpaceX has to jump through in Texas. It's hilarious and maddening, if you haven't heard it, what they're going to make. Elon Elon Musk has to do a book report on the Mexican War, if you haven't heard the story, so stay tuned. Mm -hmm. So uh, we got a couple of emails that I thought were worth commenting on. I'm not sure we have time for this one about uh, laptop jobs, useless jobs, that sort of thing. Got a lot of reaction to that segment. Um, it's believed that a lot of the people who tap away on laptops remotely, mostly, are going to get uh, laid off by the hundreds of thousands um, very, very soon as the economy tightens. Maybe it's true, maybe it's not, and we'll get to some of those thoughts by email in a bit. But I like this one. It's from John. He said, hey, fellas, you spoke this week about nuclear power being the obvious choice for energy supply, and I absolutely agree with you. You also mentioned how for some, how some few people are scared of nuclear power. You both called us idiots. Jack more so, as is his way. But you neglected to explain why we were idiots. Fukushima, Three Mile Island, Chernobyl, were all very scary and destructive events. Joe, can you please soothe us idiots? There are more than a few of us, by the way, and explain why a fear of these types is unfounded so we can hop on the bandwagon and spread the good word. Uh, Thank you for your respectful tone, John, first of all. And um, sorry if I called you an idiot. Uh, You certainly don't seem like one. 
uh, number one, Three Mile Island was a big nothing. It was a budding problem that was dealt with, and it was fine. Um, and it was also in the 1970s when the technology was a lot more primitive. Uh, Chernobyl was incompetent Soviets using gear we would never use in a million years in the United States. And Fukushima was a once in 50 generations cataclysm. And, you know, frankly, the uh, people running the plant didn't follow some of the regulations they were supposed to. So you had humans involved, I think, is the answer. But it's still the safest form of power. You always will have humans involved. You could make that argument, I suppose. Sure, yeah. Um, Much more on the way. Stay with us. Armstrong. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Dr. Anthony Fauci tested positive yesterday for a breakthrough case of the coronavirus. You caught it now? You made it through all that time in the maskless Trump White House. And you caught it now? That's like running a triathlon with no problems and then throwing your back out petting a dog. Meh. Meh is right. And the Omicron is, you can't stop it. You can't stop it with anything. It's so spreadable. Right, right. Uh, so just a quick note uh, from last segment. I hate it. Sometimes we're up against a hard break, and I'm like 30 seconds short of being able to finish my point, and so it, it ends up being half-assed. I apologize. Here's the rest of the ass. <laughs> Here's the rest of the ass. We were talking about why nuclear power is is a great option, especially if you want to have a green world and how Fukushima, Three Mile Island, and Chernobyl are not enough to to warn you off of it. 
Uh, number one, uh, a couple of those were really antiquated technology and or Soviet technology, which was not great. Uh, the Fukushima thing could have been avoided, but it was also a once in a couple of century cataclysm in Japan. Um, and you have to balance that against the fact that nuclear energy is the only energy source that you can contain the waste. What you you got to compare it against. It's like the old political saying, don't compare me against the almighty. Compare me against my uh, my opponent. Um, actually, Joe Biden used to yep. say that, didn't he? That's anyway, it. that's what he's famous for. Joe it's a Getty. funny line. Joe Getty regularly quoting Joe Biden. Anyway, uh, so you've got to compare nuclear power and the very small risk. I mean, you just named like the three bad things that have happened as opposed to belching filth into the sky every single day for a century and a half and continuing to do it with fossil fuels. So you need to balance it. Anyway, thanks for the note, John. We got this text. <laughs> Sorry to hear your CEO went for a ride in the six-handled limo. <laughs> if you weren't listening earlier, grab the podcast. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> I have never heard that expression. Oh Hope to God. never hear it again. I can't believe he said that. Sorry. Sorry, drop dead. What? Oh, anyway, different story. Joe brought us this yesterday. This is a different version of it from the editorial board of the Wall Street Journal. It's still as astounding now as when I heard it yesterday. SpaceX ocelots in the Mexican War. That's a pretty good headline. Elon Musk on Tuesday officially defected from the Democratic Party. I voted for Myra Flores, he tweeted, referring to the Republican candidate who flipped the Democratic House district in South Texas. I don't know if you heard that story or not. Mexican woman turned a Democratic seat for the last 100 years red in a district in Texas. And Elon Musk, because he's now in Texas, because California drove him out of the state, uh, voted for. And he tweeted, first time I ever voted Republican in my life, Elon Musk said. If I were advising Elon Musk, I would say, stay out of politics and don't talk about that stuff. But the world's richest man does not care what I think. Anyway. Is his political evolution any wonder, says the Wall Street Journal? The man wants to fly to Mars, but check out the government's red tape. The FAA this week issued an environmental assessment of SpaceX's plan to launch its Starship rocket from Boca Chico, Texas. Because of the supposed environmental damage that launching a rocket does, you need to offset it somehow. The 40-page document outlines dozens of required mitigation measures, including... Preparing a historical context report of the Mexican War in the Civil War that took place in the area. So SpaceX is actually going to have to hire a local 8th grader to write a, re- a book report on the Mexican War and the Civil War. Literally. Well, they might to, not, not They might not literally hire an 8th grader, but they are going to have to do a book report on the Mexican War. To get a permit to blast off rockets. To try to get human beings to Mars, which you either think is a big deal or not, but... Why would it be slowed down by a second or a dollar in that you have to write a book report on the Civil War? That's just so insane. Uh, who thinks that's making the world a better place? Who's going to ever see it or read it anyway? Anywho, other things they need to do. Fund the development of five interpretive signs in English and Spanish that describe the history and significance of the historic properties. Okay. Why? What does that have to do with FAA permitting? 
Make an annual contribution of $5,000 to the Friends of Laguna Atacasca National Wildlife Refuge Adopt an Ocelot Program. <laughs> so they're, they're giving $5,000 to the Adopt an Ocelot Program so that they can launch a rocket to Mars. Much as I'd like to adopt an ocelot, I'm afraid it would bite my dog, or my dog would bite it. At least that one actually does something. I mean, I, I don't buy into this whole offset thing anyway, but at least that one is do- doing something for the environment. Having SpaceX but write a book report about the Mexican War doesn't freaking do anything! Fort Sumter was a Union fort located in South Carolina. In 1860, a dispute between the states... <laughs> I mean, that's it's Elon I, Musk, Mrs. Jones, third grade. It's hard to believe it's even true, but it is. I, I know. And they also have to provide $5,000 annually to enhance the existing TPWD tackle loaner program. This funding may be used to purchase fishing equipment like rods, reels and tackle boxes with hooks, sinkers and bobbers for use at existing heavily visited sites. Okay, so they're going to buy fishing equipment for a bunch of people in areas where people fish for some reason. Fishing gear rental. Provide enhanced satellite monitoring via solar-powered Starlink for remote wildlife viewing opportunities. Okay, I, I I still don't buy this offset idea, but at least that one has an effect on the environment. They have to give some of their super cool technology to help look at wildlife. All right. Um... And a qualified biologist will conduct lighting inspections to eliminate unnecessary lighting before nesting season uh, because they're worried about the light that will come off of the launch and how it will affect the sea turtles, falcons, and jaggerundies. I don't know what that beast is. Oh, you don't want one of those angry at you. Are you kidding? Have you ever heard them when they mate, the jaggerundies? Whoa. Oh, oh, Sounds please. like they're trying to kill each other, but they're not. It's the exact opposite. Uh, the government gives no indication it understands that someone actually has to pay those historians to write a book report about the Mexican War for a private company to launch a rocket to Mars. Elon Musk can afford it, but how about the startups that never get off the ground because of this sort of stuff? It's hard to imagine the aggregated cost of this rigmarole spread across the whole economy. The Hoover Dam went up from legislation to ribber, ribber, ribbon cutting. Let me read this with English words so you hear it because it's important. <laughs> The Hoover Dam went from legislation to ribbon cutting in eight years. These days, it can take longer than that to get through planning for a few miles of interstate highway. Yeah, amen to that. See the California bullet train debacle. I've never heard anything stupider than the federal government making Elon Musk write a book report about the Mexican War before he can launch his rocket to try to get us to Mars. Holy crap! How do we even have an economy? You know, we, we need to do a quick word from our friends at Simply Safe Home Security, but the, the view of the left is that there will always be a healthy economy and companies pumping money that we can then waste, and no matter how badly we abuse them, they'll just always keep on. And there will always be new companies ready to come along and invent stuff and bring us the life we all want and, and create dollars and jobs, no matter what we do. Even if we confiscate all of their profit and all of the reward for the risks they take, it will always happen. Anyway, so our good friends at Simply Safe Home Security, they are the opposite of that. They earn your 
business every single day. No long-term contracts, no hidden fees. Plans cost under a dollar a day. You you customize the system to your home and your needs, what you want to protect your house against, and you're going to love Simply Safe just like their existing customers do. Yeah, what Joe is explaining is much less rigmarole. I'm going to use that word a lot more often because that's a good one. Uh, you don't have the rigmarole of somebody coming out to your home and setting the thing up and you're signed up for a long-term contract. Nope, no long-term contracts, no no contracts at all. Like Joe said, less than a dollar a day. You set up Simply Safe yourself in 30 minutes, yet many publications have deemed it the best home security system out there. You want to talk rigmarole, you get bit by a jaggerundi, you got to get like six shots. A month apart. It's terrible. In the eye. All sorts of diseases right in the eye. Good Lord. <laughs> so go customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes. Install a Jagger on the alarm. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Go today. Claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. Again, that's simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. What is that? Some sort of cat? What is a Jagamarundi? What? Honestly. honestly I, I don't have the slightest idea. Okay. I know what a javelina is. Congratulations. It's a little pig. <laughs> it's a little pig. I just know they're in the Southwest, too. Ah, Jagarundi. Somebody look that up. Yes, please. Oh. Elon Musk, SpaceX is going to give money to the Adopt Ocelot program so he can launch his rocket. All right, if that's what you want me to do, is there anything else you want me to do? Because I'll do that, too. And then I'll launch my freaking rocket. <sighs> And I'll have thousands of jobs in the area. In case you're curious, this is all from the FAA. This is not from Texas. Texas isn't doing that to, to no. SpaceX. This is the feds. Unbelievable. So uh, we got some reaction to our useless jobs comments, our, uh, our story about uh, laptop people and how so many of those iffy jobs are going to be eliminated soon. Uh, got some good comments on it. Let's see. This is Kevin from Placerville. Said, love the discussion. I think you may have missed one important point. One of the major silver linings of recessions is that they, they force companies to eliminate wasteful and use, useless jobs and replace them with more productive jobs as the economy starts to grow again. In the same way, recession can help to eliminate wasteful, unproductive companies to which capital has been misallocated. This then allows that capital to be better directed to more productive companies who grow the economy faster and make us all richer and better off. As Elon Musk recently and so eloquently put it, a recession is an economic enema. Mm, earthy it is eloquent and then he goes on to say uh da, 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 da. i believe a major problem our country faces today that's is that so many of those useless jobs are in recession-proof industries oh because i think he's right positions like diversity dean at a public university or the environmental impact statement reviewer at a regulatory agency or a contract manager for homelessness assistance the list goes on and on when the faa forces spacex to write a book report on the mexican-american war do you think spacex does that in-house of course not they write a giant seven-figure check to some consultancy firm oh on God. an approved government list his entire act- business is creating completely useless useless reports that benefit no one. Would you actually have to spend a million dollars to write the Mexican War book report? I hope not. To get it past the FAA, yeah, you, you probably have to find a company that knows how to get it mm. passed. It's like, you know, when scientists are mostly good at writing, what do they call them, grant proposals? Um, that sort of thing. It's rent-seeking. It's begging the government. Uh, we have so many bloated government bureaucracies that are metastasized by private entities, which do little to help society, yet they make massive incomes off the government teat and employ millions in completely useless work. 
Uh, much as recession acts to clear out unproductive work in the private sector, there needs to be a concerted effort to create the same mechanisms in the public sector as well as the portion of the private sector directly dependent on the government for their salaries. I'm at a loss for how to make that happen. It feels like over my entire life, every push to lower governmental spending or cut government regulations have failed. It might just take an economic predicament bad enough that the public has no other choice. Anyway, Owen, too. Mm. Uh, Wow, that's a good point. There are no recessions for American government, certainly not in the last, I don't know, 50 years. There's no That's economic a, enema. It just grows and grows and grows. That is an excellent point. They don't ever get the lesson that we get as individuals with, okay, we extended ourselves too much with this credit. It, it was really painful to pay it back all those years. I'm not going to do that again. That happens with individuals, families, companies, but not the government. So with no economic enema, the colon of government gets completely clogged. Right, the poo of waste. Oh, I'm sorry. What's that? Uh, the control room is telling me too far with that metaphor. Too far. <laughs> okay. The government enough. has taken in so much of the cheese of taxpayer dollars that it's all stove up. <laughs> ah, at the record show, I tried to stop. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, just got this email from uh, <laughs> Rob. Uh, with a picture of jaguar undies. We didn't say jaguar undies. We said jaguarundies. It's a fascinating beast. Did you look that up, the Alex? The nature anybody... of which is apparently unknowable. Yes, I did look that up, <laughs> Okay, what, what is this beast? A jaguarundi, uh, pronunciation never mind, is a wildcat native to the Americas. Its range extends from central Argentina in the south to northern okay. Mexico. Can you give me 15 a... pounds. 15 pounds. That's what I wanted to decide. So it's a 15-pound wildcat. There you go. We know that now. It's kind of cute, too. More on the way. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like... (sighs) 
being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Advisors to Mike Pence worry that the scheme to intervene on January 6th by lawyer John Eastman could have dire consequences. Former federal judge Michael Ludig warned Pence that an effort to tilt the scale toward Mr. Trump would plunge the country into what he termed a revolution. Another warned that states weren't on board. You would have had just an unprecedented uh, constitutional jump ball situation with that standoff, and as I expressed to him, that issue might well then have to be decided in the streets. That is something. That was the advice Pence was getting. You do this, and it's going to be decided in the streets. That's that's revolution stuff. Not that I think we would have had a revolution and our government had gone away or any of those things, but it could have been really ugly for a while. We talked about January 6th and Trump a fair amount during hour one of the show. Grab the podcast, Armstrong and Getty on Demand. I don't want to repeat it here, partly because we don't have time, but <clears throat> I thought this piece by Kim Strassel in the Wall Street Journal was terrific. It's an opinion piece entitled The Forest for the January 6th Trees. Viewers of the January 6th committee docudrama this week received two new installments of the standard liberal narrative. America nearly lost its democracy thanks to an extremist GOP. Residents of Oregon last Friday received the far uglier, far messier reality. They woke up to a torched building after a pro-abortion activist threw an incendiary device through the window of the Gresham Pregnancy Research Center near Portland. The group provides counseling and medical services to vulnerable pregnant women and new mothers. Imagine doing that, the horrors. Uh, helping new mothers. The firebombing is one of an estimated 24 attacks on pregnancy centers and pro-life groups since the Supreme Court's draft opinion overturning Roe v. Wade leaked on May the 2nd. An outfit called Jane's Revenge says it perpetrated some of the attacks, several featuring graffiti reading, if abortion isn't safe, you aren't either. The uh, organization, which says it is not one group, but many issued a communique Wednesday threatening worse. Quote, now the leash is off. We promise to take increasingly drastic measures against oppressive infrastructures. Rest assured that we will, and those measures may not come in the form of something so easily cleaned up as fire and graffiti. From here forward, any anti-choice group who closes their doors and stops operating will no longer be a target. But until you do, it's open season. The Biden administration, by the way, belatedly condemned that. The attacks come amid news of a plot to assassinate Justice Brett Kavanaugh. This joker, angry over the draft opinion, allegedly showed up at the justice's house, packing a pistol, ammunition, knife, duct tape, etc., zip ties. Radical group called Ruth Sentis responded to a threat against Justice Kavanaugh by organizing more protests outside Justice's home. Uh, then I need to skip ahead a little bit. Um, 
This is the real story. The explosion of political violence on all sides. And the committee is missing the forest for the trees. The January 6th riot was a dreadful event featuring fringe right-wing militants. The firebombing of pregnancy centers have been as dreadful featuring fringe left-wing militants. Add to the dreadful category the shoot-up at the Republican congressional baseball practice in 2017, the death at the Charlottesville rally the same year, Antifa attacks, assassination of cops, anti-Semitic shootings in synagogues, and a torture of a Portland, Oregon courthouse by rioters. Now, we don't have time to finish it, but our point is clear, and it's the same one we've been making for the longest time. Now, January 6th was notable because the president was directly involved. I get that, and, and, and the threat to Pence and the rest of it. But the climate of political violence is going to take all sorts of forms at all sorts of times, in all sorts of ways, unless everybody condemns it forcefully and immediately. And anybody with a beating heart and two brain cells to rub together knows it. Yeah, and there are an awful lot of... You're, you're hearing them in the January 6th testimony every single day that they get together. There are an awful lot of Republicans in positions of power that weren't going along with Trump. You've heard from dozens of them. From the Attorney right. General to advisors to Trump's own lawyer to Pence's lawyers. They didn't go along with it. Now you have Biden raging about the ultra MAGA agenda, attacking families and our freedoms. You don't think that factors into all the political violence? Oh man, yeah, we gotta, we gotta nice it up. We gotta lower it the, the temperature somehow. But there don't seem to be very many people interested in that right now. If you miss an hour of the program, you can grab it in podcast form. It's called Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Anywhere you get podcasts. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.